Are you one of millions of people throughout the world who are affected by addiction? It's a disease that touches individuals and everybody in their lives. Welcome to Shattering the Stigma with Mama Dukes and Son Frankie. This is a whole person and whole family issue and needs to be tackled together in order to successfully beat this. Now, here's Mama Dukes and Frankie. Hey guys, what's up? It's Frankie. Welcome back to uh, Shattering the Stigma. And today uh, I'm here with uh, Mama Dukes. Hi guys. We got Big Steve Rona. Hey! Got James, Stephanie. What's up, guys? Hi! And we got the beautiful Jessica Hawquist in the studio. Hi! So we thought it'd be a, a nice, uh, nice change of pace to introduce you to the whole team and just kind of get an overview of what we do. And uh, Mike Pack will be calling in uh, for the second part of the show. So um, hope everybody's getting ready for the holidays and got everything wrapped up. Yeah. How, how about you guys? How you feeling about it? Just finished some uh, last-minute Christmas shopping, actually, before we came here, and it was kind of rushed and, and definitely procrastinating on it, but I'm feeling pretty good about the holidays coming up. I'm all done with my shopping, I think. Um, <laughs> I just sent my packages up north. Uh, I hope my little girl has a, a Merry Christmas, and, you know, I'm... I'm looking forward to just relaxing on Christmas Day and watching some more Christmas movies. That's what I want to do. I think my favorite part is going to be seeing Olivia in the snow. Yeah, yeah I can't <laughs> wait for that. Yeah, She's we're never going seen up, snow. We're going to Ohio for, for Christmas. It can snow on Christmas. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's cool. Well, you got to bring me back some snow. <laughs> we'll see how that uh, works. But I'll give you this cup. We'll overnight <laughs> it. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Steve in the naughty elf suit. Mm. He said he was going to break that out tonight. You had to bring that up, didn't you? I'm sorry, I didn't want to ruin I'm it. I'm a but... fat man who's jolly and i got to dress like an elf now. <laughs> Anything for recovery, if it keeps you clean one more day, I will dress. Talking about recovery, guys, you know, it's a hard time through the holidays for families and the addicts. A lot of bridges are burned and, you know, we get a lot of phone calls from, from young addicts and old addicts too I guess you could say that um, you know they just want to call home but they're afraid to um, you know so we encourage you if, if you've got someone out there and they make that phone call just know that it's hard for them to pick up the phone and do that to begin with yeah it's uh, <clears throat> I mean it does take a lot of courage especially you know um, we spent the last weekend uh, out doing a lot of outreach with uh, the homeless community here and uh, just about everybody I talked to, you know, that was a situation where they wanted to call their family, but, you know, they were really embarrassed to uh, to do so, man. And uh, the one kid actually had the opportunity, and he, he, he passed it up right now. He was like, no, I can't let my family know where I'm at, you know. And, uh, and if you're on the street, you know, I'm sure your family just wants to know you're okay, especially over the holidays if you're not coming home, man. So Yeah, you know. that one little phone call, I know at least for me, would mean a million things, you know, to, to not be worrying about what's going on. Mm. But we've had a lot of stuff going on this last week. Uh, the 18th, we did uh, an awareness walk as well as with recovering artists worldwide and chapters, a dinner for anybody that wanted to come and a free concert. Um, 
I was really, uh, you know, I just want to say thank you real quick for everyone that showed up. Uh, we did a little drive for like clothing and hygiene products and stuff like that. And, uh, I was really amazed by the amount of people that all put in and, uh, We've been able to put a lot of bags together. Um, yeah, we made about 50 of them. Yeah, yeah and, you know, I just keep a couple in my car, and whenever I see somebody, you know, it's uh, it's really cool, too, you know, especially just, you know, thinking about, you know, um, how a lot of people out here aren't going to be with family like we were talking about earlier, you know, and just to be able to pull them up and uh, just give them those bags and let them know people in the recovery community really care about them, you know. Can I, can, I just want to jump in here. There was also... I'm not going to uh, say who it was, but there was a member of local law enforcement who also donated um, hygiene products. Yeah. And uh, it's not that a, a lot of what I've noticed in talking to a few uh, cops in Delray, there's a huge frustration. And it's not like there's really anything against the addicts. It's just that they're dealing with this stuff every mm -hmm. single day and it's getting worse. And uh, I just want to say, Thank you to the, uh, the local officer who donated, and uh, it is much appreciated. Absolutely. And uh, with that being said, I want to also do a shout-out to Frank Kufo, who's from New Jersey. He uh, sent a, a nice contribution and asked us to use it as we saw fit. There were a couple scholarships we were able to put together, which we're going to talk about here in a second. Mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, we were able to give gift cards to them to take with them to treatment as well as buy a lot more hygiene products and socks and soap and everything else. And then also Lynn McAllis, thank you so much. Your kind gesture really went very to good far. Use. Yes. Yeah. yes. I mean, thank you. I can Lynn. tell you the people we've given things out to so far have got tears in their eyes and they're just you know, so touched that anyone cares about them, let alone a whole bunch of people that contributed little belongings. James, what did you think about the uh, thing we did on the 18th? What was your favorite part of it? Oh man, I, I mean, can I start off by saying I was, uh, I was having a bad day. I called my sponsor, um, cause I was, I, I was, I was, I was knocked off my square. Um, and we were headed to the event. I noticed I was just a little shut down. And uh, as soon as we got to the event, I called my sponsor. And uh, he always he always asked me to take a look at myself and uh, and what part am I playing. And as soon as I got off the phone with him, um, a light switched on for me. My whole day um, changed. And I have to say, my favorite part of the day. Um, is seeing those kids in treatment, and I, I did help. Um, I didn't help serve the food. I just stayed behind the line to make sure that uh, everything was going as planned. And uh, I'd say 90% of those kids were grateful, and every single one of them took the time to say thank you. And the reason why it touched me is because I've been there. You know, um, I was one of those um, people that didn't have a place to go for the holidays, and for them to just feel a part of and, and to see people um, that actually care, um, it it really changed someone's outlook and, and perspective on life, especially being in treatment. You were able to share a little bit of your story too. Sure. I did share some of my story and some of those kids came up to me afterwards. Um, 
one kid in particular, um, younger guy, a lot younger than me, and uh, he said I gave him hope. Um, he had been in treatment about 10 times, and he was very young. He was only about 23 or 24, and uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think the whole team knows. When I get at events, even if I'm having a bad day, you'd never think I was having a bad day. It's like I'm immediately taken out of myself, and uh, I don't know, man. It just really brightens up my day. Kind of puts, I don't know, I think one thing I love about our team is, is you can see that passion and you can see how no matter what we've got going on, when it comes to helping somebody, we don't matter at that mm -hmm. particular moment. We put everything else aside. Steph, what was your favorite part? Um, well, I mean, I enjoyed everything from the walk to the free concert, but mostly I think it was more or less sitting down with Jess and being able to put the bags together for the homeless people to hand out um, and knowing that even though it's not a lot, it is going to make a difference in somebody's day. It was really like, cool to see you guys do that yeah. too. You guys yeah. had like a little assembly little line going. going there. And, yeah. We were Santa's helpers that night. <laughs> yeah, you guys were fun. definitely some busy elves. <laughs> What'd you like, Jess? Oh, definitely putting those bags together was great. But uh, watching, watching Joe sing and watching everyone get involved in it and seeing um, just that, that different approach to recovery yeah. and, and that you can have fun in it. It was it was pretty cool to see all those kids in that place uh, where they are with treatment having fun because I remember when I first got into treatment, I didn't want to have fun. Like I just was miserable and I hated everybody and uh, that was the first breakthrough that I had was having fun. It was cool. One of the things that I noticed is like when a lot of them, when they first got there, I don't think they knew what to expect. Yeah. Watching them throughout the day as their expressions changed and they opened up, you know, more. they really felt like they were a part of something. And and I hope that they continue to stay in touch and reach out to any one of us if they need something. Yeah, that is true. Like when I got there, the kids, you know, they were very kind of like leery and uh, you know, they all stuck with their treatment centers and didn't really socialize amongst each other. And when I was getting ready to leave, it was really cool to see them all like sitting together and like you know mingling with each other and coming out and talking to you know the different artists that were performing like Bobble and Joe and Jenna and uh, it was you know um, I think the thing I liked most about it was the fact that you know all these treatment centers came together yeah and um, you know when you're in treatment man it's you know little things like that can mean the world to somebody in treatment um, I remember when I was in treatment just going out and doing little things like going bowling or like you know stupid shit that we take a take for granted every day but um you know you don't think about doing stuff like that when you're out getting high and using man so those little activities man mean a lot to people in treatment and i think it's really cool that the the treatment centers like you know q health and uh comprehensive and chapters and the other uh treatment centers that participated that day were uh you know able and willing to do that for their for their clients i thought it was really cool we're going to go to break, but before we do, Steve, what was your favorite part? His nap. Yeah. <laughs> he blames it on you the know, turkey. You know they heard you snoring over Bobble's set, right? <laughs> yeah, I sincerely doubt that. I mean, you probably expect, probably expect me to say the food, but I mean, the food was fire. But, um, yeah, I agree with James. There was, a, there was a huge proportion of the people who came to the treatment centers of the halfway houses who were really, truly there and getting into it and getting into the music and getting into the message and it is my hope and I don't doubt that the other 10%
took something away that they're going to remember Absolutely. when the time is right. Yeah. And that's the whole idea. You know, everybody's going to take something away. And I think that that's what happened. It was a great event. I think it gave them all some inspiration and hope yeah. that they can do it. And... But look, we're getting ready to go to a break. Please stay with us. When we come back, we'll have Mike Pack joining us. Making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. If you're busy, stressed, and can't ever seem to find the time to add in those new healthy habits, you need to check out Lisa Lutan's busy, stressed, and food-obsessed show. This program will help you discover easy ways to improve your health and happiness. Plus, you will pick up all sorts of tips on better eating, fitness, relationships, how to manage stress, and a lot more. You'll feel yourself becoming healthier just by tuning in. Listen live every Thursday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into Shattering the Stigma with Frankie and Mama Dukes. Reach out to us on the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also drop us a line at Leisha1120 at gmail.com. That's L-E-S-H-A-1120 at gmail.com. Now, back to Shattering the Stigma. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for being with us tonight. We've got the whole team here. James, Stephanie, hey Jesse, Frankie. Steve, Mike Pack, say hello, Mike. Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas. This is Mama Duke. So what we're doing today is kind of laid back. We're just talking about what we do and how we try to make a difference. Um, So, uh, you know, let's go around the room and kind of talk about what your typical day is like with Fuck Heroin and and what what goes on. You want to start, Mike? Sure. Today, my friend from Marion, Josie Coleman, uh, called me. People are always calling me uh, since I'm with the foundation now. And I'm going to be going to a program called Summer Rays in Columbus. It's a sober living community in Reynoldsburg. And uh, be a part of their Get Mad meeting. Uh, my typical day starts off on my knees, you know. Uh, I pray before I leave the house. And... Uh, I'm constantly spending every day up here in Ohio trying to help as many people 
as possible get into recovery because there's a lot of people that are reaching out right now for help, and it's the holidays, and the best gift you could ever give one someone is uh, sobriety. Absolutely, absolutely. Amen. Steve, how's your typical day start, or what's your typical day? Um, what I usually do is I, I try to, I've, I've been structuring uh, doing the post. I do uh, a number of motivational posts and the endorsement posts, um, the events posts, uh, and I set up the computer and the mic and everything for the podcast. On a normal day, I will spend a couple hours uh, researching images and quotes and trying to find ones that really convey a really good message. Um, what I'll also do is I'll draw upon my own my own experience and make images and graphics that catch attention um, and that people will want to share, that have a message that they will want to share. And uh, I will structure those and then from about 10, 10 o'clock, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night to about 1, 32 o'clock in the morning, I will post for the following day. Is that when I'm not bugging you? You never bug me, Mama Dukes. You inspire and motivate. Um, every time. Um, and uh, it's, uh, I, I find it really therapeutic. It's, it's, it's a great way to actually share the message and uh, share hope. Um, and uh, at, during those tiny small hours of the morning, I'm just scheduling the post to pop up at different times throughout the day. Yeah. Awesome. Jess, what's your typical day? Typical day? Besides um, chasing a little one. <laughs> a little one and this big one over here. No. Um, typical day for me is, is a lot of the same stuff, just looking up uh, posts and articles and stuff. But I try to do it more from the perspective of a mom. And, and try to target people that that could help. Um, like we talked about before, I have a mom's page as well. So just... Um, do you want to share what that is? Yeah. Um, what I do is kind of a spinoff of the Fuck Heroin page. It's just for, for sober moms or moms who are trying to get sober. And um, there, it's pretty much, you know, a lot of mo motivational posts, people sharing their experience, and moms asking questions on how to deal with situations as sober parents. And if they want to get on there, what's how do they find the page? Just search on Facebook for Sober Moms Club. Nice. And you sober also Moms our, Club. Our okay. Instagram. Yes, I do the Instagram, too. So uh, I try to do a lot of like for likes and stuff like that. <laughs> James. Yes. The man that never rests, my OCD friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, I kind of uh, take the main page personal. Um, it's just for me. I, I get up in the morning and um, I like to check the messenger. Um, that's after I, I do my prayer and meditation. I, I sit out on the back patio or since I've been with the uh, foundation, I always find a quiet place to where uh you know, I kind of dig in and see who's been hitting through the wee bits in the morning. Um, I go in for the comments. Um, I know the wee bits in the morning, sometimes people are struggling. They haven't gotten an answer back. Um, also, um, the videos I've posted have reached a lot of people. Um, I've had a lot of people friend request me um, off, the, off the main page. Um, Stephanie, I'll tell you that, how many calls do you think I get a week about people that just reach out and you know, want help or they want to know how I did it. And uh, sometimes I, I don't even know who I'm talking to um, on the other end of the phone. Um, 
me personally, I don't like to use the same um, inspirational quote or picture twice. It's another part of my OCD. I put them right in the trash can and stuff will ask me, how come I don't recycle them? Um, I dig and I dig and I dig um, just to try and reach people. Um, uh, like I said, I take the main page personally. I know a lot of people look forward to that page. We get messages saying you guys don't know what this page does uh, for me. I wake up and I look forward to your guys' posts. We get messages that say, um, I don't know where I would be without this page. I mean, it, how could you not take the page personal, mm -hmm. you know? So, and then when we go out to the events, um, I love sharing my experience, strength, and hope with people. You know, I mean, people are like, how do you do that, James? How do you get up there? And it's just like, because it has nothing to do with me. You know, it's real easy, you know, for me. So, Stephanie. So, my typical day, um, I usually wake up in the morning and lay in bed and drink my coffee for at least 10 or 15 minutes um, before I even pick up my phone and look at it because I know. When I go directly to my phone, like it catches me off guard, and then I'm off kilter the rest of the day. So I take a little bit of time to myself each morning, and uh, basically what James said, I hop on the pages, and um, I do a lot of the messages. I answer a lot of messages, um, respond to comments. Um, I'm in contact with Leisha some days a lot, some days little, um, passing information through. Um, I do very little public speaking, <laughs> although she's getting better at it. Um, I video camera at our events a lot. I do try to do that. And when we attend events, um, you know, just to reach out and help people um, and talk to them, see where they're at in their recovery and, and if there's anything I can do to help. You're very good with that one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, yes, Steph does a, a really good job of, uh, you know, each each one of us is unique and we reach different people and uh, one thing Steph does good is is follow up with people one thing James does really good is everybody wants to be James friend <laughs> it and, seems uh, like a lot of people uh, are comfortable opening up to to James to James and yeah, to and everyone Steph. but Steph gets uh, some interesting conversations going on sometimes yeah people yeah. open up a lot it's really you know, cool and that's why we have the the team that we have so that we're able to hit and affect a lot of different people. What I have to say might not make sense to you, but one one of the other people on the team, you know, it, it's all about whatever's going to work for you and whoever you relate to. So on our Facebook, Fuck Heroin Foundation, don't be afraid to reach out and say, hey, could you have Steve call me or, you know, this message is for James or Stephanie or Jesse or, or whatever, you know, because uh, we do individually answer our own post if they're specifically for us so so Mike you've been making some videos yeah I found out through my personal experience uh, I agree with you guys uh, I don't know anybody that doesn't love James or I mean anybody can talk to him but through my experience uh, of helping people I think my my past experience helps the best so I've been recording uh, situations I've been in in the past and how I got through those situations and hopes that they could help someone else and you know uh, the foundation uh, 
the possibilities are limitless that we have and the resources that we have to help people. And uh, since I've came onto the team, there's not one person that uh, has reached out to me that I haven't been able to get help. And it's, it's because of you guys. And I'm so grateful for that. I've never been on a team in my life that is so diverse and has so many tools and resources at their hand. It's just mind blowing for me. And I'm just thankful to be a part of it. So, what has everyone got going on for the holidays? Uh, well, I plan on staying at home and eating so much food I can't move and watching movies, hitting a meeting. Um, I can't the wait. The boss already spoke. We know what you're yeah. going to be doing. <laughs> And he's coming over in his elf outfit and <laughs> his yoga pants and his elf shoes, and I'm looking forward to that. And uh, no, I'm 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 looking forward to. Uh, they have uh, these things called alcathons um, all across the the world, probably. Uh, where when holidays come around, there's round the clock meetings um, any time of the day, twelve o'clock in the afternoon, twelve midnight. Um, it doesn't matter. And last couple of years I've been in Florida. Um, I just go and hang out at the meetings. Um, maybe grab a coffee commitment or something. Um, I have a good friend of mine um, picking up his 30 days. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to eat some food, watch some old Christmas movies, and just hang out. I get to see snow, so I'm like really excited. Snow. <laughs> Frankie, yeah. Jesse, and yeah, I are going to be in Ohio. It's, uh, Jesse and Olivia and I are actually, uh, tonight after the radio show, here in a couple hours, are going to be getting on the road, uh, headed north up to Ohio. Uh, looking forward to it. You know, um, Olivia's never really seen snow. Um, I don't think Jesse's ever really seen real snow. No. So I'm looking forward to throwing snowballs at her <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, going sledding and doing all that stuff that we don't get to do uh, down here in Florida for Christmas, as well as, you know, get to spend time with our family and stuff like that. It's going to be a hard Christmas this year. You know, we lost my dad in September, Frankie's grandpa. And uh, so I yeah, know a lot gonna... of people are going to have people they've lost and, and it's, you know, hard to go through, but remember there's actually good. it's actually something we're going to be coming back uh here from this next break that we're getting ready to go on uh to talk about you know how to get through uh hard times in the holiday sober um you know sometimes it's just having to go back home for the first time and be around everybody you know um that can drink normally or whatever um somebody we've lost whatever it is you know there's a lot of a lot of complications and hard times for us and recovery, and uh, when we come back, we're going to touch up on that a little bit. So, um, 419-971-KICK, anybody that wants to reach us, you can call us anytime. Steve, we got a, we got a little less than a minute. What are you going to be doing? Well, I'm heading up to uh, hang out with... Other uh, than the elf suit. Other than the elf suit? Well... Another elf on the shelf. Elf, elf I've been in a sturdy shelf. <laughs> <laughs> elf on the warehouse racking. Um, I'm going to head up to uh, hang out with uh, with James and Stephanie. Going to scarf down some sweet holiday feast, uh, watch some cheesy holiday movies, hit a couple meetings. Uh, I'm going to go see uh, the 
friend pick up his 30 days. And uh, I will tell you now, I am, I know I'm going to be spending this time around good people. Nice. You know, I want to give a shout out too to Robin, um, good friend of all of ours. He's had some struggles. He's coming up on his 30 days. You know, we're really proud of him. So we love you, Robin. We love, love you, Robin. Robin. And if, uh, love you, Robin, Robin. If, you're li- if you're listening, Robin, uh, stop by the house tonight or tomorrow morning. There's something outside in our carport for you, bud, for Christmas. So we're going to go to break. Stay with us. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into Shattering the Stigma with Frankie and Mama Dukes. Reach out to us on the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also drop us a line at leisha 1120 at gmail.com. That's L-E-S-H-A-1120 at gmail.com. Now, back to Shattering the Stigma. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's Frankie, uh, Shattering the Stigma. Got Mama Dukes and the whole fuck heroin team. Hi, guys. We even got Mike Pack all the way in Ohio on the line today. And, um, you know, today we're just doing something a little different. We got the whole team here. Before break, we were talking about, you know, hard times in recovery and, uh, you know, hard times in the holidays, man, whether it could be, you know, for I know for our family, um, not having uh, not having my grandfather is going to be really hard for me this year. And, um you know, the good thing is, is that, you know, we have the rest of the family and I have I have supports up in Ohio. I'll have Jesse with me and stuff like that. But, you know, it's going to be it's going to be really hard. And that's, uh, you know, I think that's the significance of uh, and the importance of, uh, you know, having that support and having people that truly care about you that you can talk to. Um, 
you know, what are some other situations, guys? Um, I'm sure, you know, everyone here, you know, they say everyone's got their own shit, you know, so I know that we all got our own issues. What are some things that some struggles you guys might be facing uh, through the holiday season? Well, like you guys, um, I lost my grandfather in January, and so it's going to be my first Christmas not being able to call home and talk to him. Um, generally, when I'm in Ohio, I live with him, so it's kind of like on my birthday, I was still waiting for that call from him. Like, I got disappointed because he didn't call, and then I realized, like, well, he's dead. Like, what are you waiting for? So I know that's going to be um, a difficult one, and also not being with my kids. Um, their 11th birthday is actually on Christmas, so this is something I've dealt with, though, for the last couple of years, and uh, just last year was my first sober Christmas without them, and, you know, I just, I, I stayed close with my God, I, I stayed in meetings, and if, if I felt like, you know, I was getting down, I called sober supports or talked to somebody that could either help me or identify, you know, what I was going through. Um, I was talking with Jesse uh, a few hours ago, and we were talking about Christmas, and uh, my situation's a little different. Um, this will probably be the first year that um, I'm not looking forward. Um, let me, I'll say it like this, this will be the first year that I'm not waiting for the day to just come and go. Um, I don't. I didn't celebrate Christmas for a long time. Um, I didn't have uh, family to celebrate Christmas with, and uh, for a long time, Christmas was just another day for me. And uh, I always tried to block that day out. Um, last year, I was about four or five months sober, and uh, you know, I hung with a couple people in my sober living, and I think we sat around and watched TV and and ate takeout. Uh, Christmas wasn't really mentioned. We didn't. I don't think anyone said Merry Christmas to each other. Uh, this year is a little different, though. Did you? <laughs> oh, well, I was in a meeting, so I, I forgot. About James that. has Alzheimer's too. We forgot to mention. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> um, He's obsessively forgetful. <laughs> no, this this year is different, though. Um, I'll, I'll be celebrating Christmas this year, which is, is new for me. So. I'm looking forward to it. What's some of the struggles you have, Steve? Um, <clears throat> I uh, I miss my kids. Um, I uh, was actually um, I got married and divorced in in sobriety, and uh, I was in, in a 13-year marriage. Um, my my kids actually live with my ex-wife, who is British, and now we're getting on pretty well. Um, in England, so they are literally on an entire another continent. So it's it's rough not having my kids there and not being with my kids. But you know, we send emails, we send pictures, Facebook quite often. And uh, I was I was actually raised in a religion where holidays and birthdays and stuff were not celebrated. So I've never really put a lot of emotional investment in. Birthdays and holidays, my own, and you know some others as well. But I'm trying to get into it because others are into it. Um, and I, uh, I miss 
I miss my kids, you know, and I think that's one of the roughest things. And I'm grateful for the Alcathons. I'm grateful for, you know, being around, you know, the the fuck Aaron family are my extended family. They're they're part of my crew. When I feel that I'm at the edge of the edge, which, you know, I've I'm blessed with what some people consider a lot of sobriety time. I I know that I can call them and they can pull me back from the edge of the edge, especially when it comes around times when I'm missing my kids. And uh, yeah, but it, it's it's things do get better and the days do change. The sun rises the next day, you know. And and uh, I've got great memories. And uh, yeah, keep moving forward. What about you, Mike? With some difficult well, times for you through the holidays. Over the last few years, I've mended my relationship with my family, but my first Christmas in the program, I skipped because I wasn't sure that I could stay sober. And uh, my sponsor taught me to have a fire drill in place. And some of the things that I practice throughout the holidays are as uh, I arrive late to my family get-togethers and I always leave early. And I always make sure that I have something to drink in my hand at all times because not everybody in my family uh, is in the program, and some of them use the holidays to party. And uh, I always take an inventory and make sure I'm spiritually fit and make sure I have some phone numbers in my pocket to where if something happens, I can call somebody. And uh, this year, one of the guys I sponsored asked me to go home with him for Christmas, and I thought that was one of the greatest blessings ever, you know. I know a lot of people beat themselves up, but it feels better to give than to receive at Christmas time for me. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jess? Um, I mean, for me, the holidays were never really a fun time after my mom died and before um, we spent them in hospital rooms. And then after that, it was uh, just everybody getting really fucked up, honestly, because there was this big, giant hole in our family. And so they've really become about making new traditions with me and my family now about um, my daughter and and our daughter and giving her the Christmases that I always wanted and knowing that as a sober parent she never has to grow up seeing what I saw my family do. So it's more about me trying not to dwell on what Christmas was and trying to imagine what Christmas can be. You know, Jesse, a couple weeks ago, you know, we had we had run into a little bit of financial trouble, and uh, we were worried about Christmas for, you know, if we were going to be able to get you know enough enough stuff for Olivia and give her the Christmas that you know she deserved. We ended up finding a free kitten, and uh, <laughs> you know a couple other things, man. And um, that little girl is so happy. And I think sometimes you know um, we get caught up in what we have to give other people materially, and uh, the fact that you know today. All of us being uh, addicts in recovery and all of us being able to be there for our family. I think just the presence and uh, us being together, you know, we got to have our Christmas with the baby early here in Florida. And then, you know, big Christmas will be, well, that'll be what, our fifth Christmas? Our fifth Christmas, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we've had a lot of Christmases. And um, and no know, one needs to worry. She got plenty of stuff. They oh need an extension God. on the house. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> has uh, free storage for toys, <laughs> uh, please just give us a call, 419 um, but, um But, no, everything turned out well, you know, and I know there's probably a lot of moms out there and, you know, dads out there as well in early recovery that are beating themselves up because, you know, they might be in a sober living and, 
can't, you know, buy presents for their family. And I just want to say, you know, just being present and being available and uh, taking that stress on, is my son or daughter going to die over the holidays? Is my mom or dad going to die? Am I going to find my dad or mom dead on the bathroom floor Christmas uh, Christmas morning, you know? Just just that, that worry, you know, my mom and I were talking about that the other day, not being there is a huge blessing. So if you, if you don't think you're doing anything for your family and you're staying sober, you're doing a lot more than you know. You're giving them the best gift you possibly ever could. So uh, Frankie and I have had an exciting last couple days. <laughs> Want to tell them what we've been doing? So yeah, um, yesterday we fi uh, finished uh, filming the pilot for the TV show Hope Dealers. Mm -hmm. um, I want to. I just want to thank uh, Pat McGee and his uh, production crew, as well as Ian and Jamie Ma Manheimer, uh, the people that uh, found us to do this, man. But it's been uh, really eventful, man. I've been uh, riding around with the film crew for the last three days. It's been very hectic, very uh, repetitive. Um, some very awkward times, but it was actually really fun. Um, we got to. Uh, we got to do a lot, you know, yesterday my mom and I got to go out and uh, actually help some people find some scholarships. Uh, we ran into a couple that we haven't seen in a long time that we helped get down here three years ago. And um, I think uh, that's probably one of the things I'm most grateful for is knowing that they're going to be uh, in a safe. safe place for Christmas because these guys, um, we've really watched them digress and it's to the point now where they're living on the side of the railroad tracks, you know, just living on a on a blanket on the ground, sleeping in the dirt for the last eight months. And uh, just knowing these guys are going to be somewhere safe and have a new opportunity at life. You know, I want to give a, a, a big thank you to the Haven. They donated a scholarship. Summit donated a scholarship. Q Health donated a scholarship. As well as Life Changes and... Phoenix, Phoenix Resolutions in Port St. Lucie. Yeah, they they so. all pulled together. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool because one of the things that the TV show was about was uh, how a lot of the treatment centers don't care down here in Florida and a lot of the corrupt shit that goes on, not just in Florida, but all over in the recovery industry. Um, and it was really cool to see all these people, you pull know. together and, and be able to give back. And offer help right there on the spot. It was it was a true blessing. It really was. And also want to give out a, a shout out to uh, Allie. Yeah. Allie Severino um, was also a part of this. You know, uh, she contacted us to do this with her, and I just want to give her a big thank you. Merry Christmas to you and Blair. So we're getting ready to go to break. Stay with us. We'll be back real soon. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. 
and Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in to Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin to better understand the why on how you feel and find the right therapies, treatments, and programs to bring healing to the mind, body, and spirit. You can live a better life at any age. It's not just a temporary fix. Rather, it's a permanent, healthy lifestyle. Happy and Healthy Living with Darlene Godwin is broadcast live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into Shattering the Stigma with Frankie and Mama Dukes. Reach out to us on the show today at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also drop us a line at Leisha1120 at gmail.com. That's L-E-S-H-A-1120 at gmail.com. Now, back to Shattering the Stigma. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Shattering the Stigma. We're here live with the Fuck Heroin Foundation. This is son Frankie. I'm here with Mama Dukes, Steve Rona, Stephanie... Jesse, James, and we got Mike back on the line. And I uh, just want to welcome you back from this break. And, uh, you know, um, we were talking about some of the struggles and hard times before break. And, uh, you know, one thing, I, I was listening to everyone go around. And, uh, you know, everything that, you know, we struggle with or also uh, we could look at as blessings. And I get to do this. You know what I mean? Um, even even with the, with the kids, Stephanie, it's like, you know, you get to have kids to, to feel that about and to be able to, you know, get presents for them and allow them to know that you're there. You know what I mean? Um, so I was thinking about it over break and we decided, you know, since it is the holidays and the last show we'll do before Christmas. Um, oh, wait, no, it's not. But anyways, <laughs> since uh, since we are in the holiday spirit, um, you know, I wanted to end this on something positive and just kind of go around and uh, everyone... Uh, Everyone say what they're grateful for this holiday season, and uh, we're going to be doing a live video on Facebook, too, where uh, people can just, you know, come on and comment what they're grateful for as well. Uh, We'll do that right after the show on Fuck Heroin Foundation on Facebook. But, uh, Mom, why don't you start out? Wow. Um, Well, first of all, I'm grateful for all you guys. I mean, if you can't tell the passion that we have and the love this group has uh, for each other and others, I mean... You know, us girls have been crying through most of this <laughs> this show. Um, you know, it, it's not always that you can have a team like we've got. And uh, I'm so grateful for my family and to have my son, my best friend in my life. How about you? Um, you know, this year I'm grateful for a lot. Uh, I was actually thinking about it, um, last night on the way home, uh, you know, like how, you know, we had a, we had did a scene yesterday where we had to film in the house. Um, and it was just kind of like, you know, showing how it is when I leave in the morning or whatever. 
and I just kind of, you know, I was thinking about how uh, Jesse took the time to literally like GI clean the whole house, <laughs> and um, you know, it's it, it, it and it kind of crossed my mind at that time that there's a lot of little things that I um, that I I appreciate, but I kind of take for granted. And, um, you know, I've just been kind of thinking about, you know, those little things like uh, some of the stuff that, you know, Mama Dukes, like like you do to get on my nerves. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but it's because you care about me. And I'm just I'm really grateful this holiday season to have people that care about me. And, um, you know, uh, with my grandfather, you know, with what happened, I'm just I'm grateful that I'll be able to be with my family. And uh, even though it's going to be a hard time, we can get through it together and it'll make us all closer as a family. And of course, I'm uh, I'm grateful for fresh chances at life. I'm grateful for the amazing people we get to work with and uh, talk to on a daily basis, and uh, grateful for God. How about you, uh, young Jess? Young <laughs> Jess Aru? Oh God, this year I'm I'm really grateful that I get this opportunity to uh, spend with your family up in Ohio because we've gotten really close over the years. Yeah, they love you. <laughs> I, I think they're gonna discharge me in. Just adopt Jesse. <laughs> no, um, I'm grateful for the opportunity that we got to have five different Christmases, that we have that big old family, that uh, we had to fit that many people in before we left. And um, I'm grateful also for, for second chances because um, without them, Olivia and I wouldn't be here. And it's, it's the little things now, like my dad putting windshield wipers on my car for me for Christmas. <laughs> that means so much. And I took for granted when I was getting high. Stuff. I'm grateful for your dad's prime rib too, yeah, by the way. Some <laughs> <laughs> I was grateful for the cheesecake. <laughs> um, this Christmas, oh, I have a lot to be grateful for. I, my life has just done a complete 180 in the last 16 months, and uh, last Christmas, I, you know, I, I made it through and I stayed sober, but I wasn't in, really in that good of a spot, like. Uh, this year, my mom's flying down to see me and bringing my nephew. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And this is going to sound crazy, but I'm grateful for the air that I breathe because without that, I none of us would be living. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm grateful for the life that God has given me. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that he, he chose me to walk this path and help others along the way. James. James. Um, this year, um, I got I got a lot of gratitude in my heart, and uh, you know, the days I fall short, I lose sight of that gratitude real quick. Um, and the funny thing is, is everything I was praying for this time last year is is happening in my life, and uh, I don't know. That's why I I, um, I appreciate um, all the little things that I got going in my life. Um, so I didn't have much last year. I was in sober living, and I was and I was broken. Um, this year I worked for the the same foundation to help me come down here and get sober, and uh, you know everything after that is just a blessing. My family, able to provide a Christmas for my little girl. Um, Christmas we we just had as a team together, you know, dinner and it's family, man. That's that's all family right there, and that's that's what I appreciate, and that's what I'm. I'm grateful for this year. All right, we got three minutes left. Quick summary, Steve. No, man, you want me to talk a little bit? Fast. Okay. Um, 
I'm grateful for the people that I have around me. I the last the last two or three years taking care of my mother, her passing away, um, and I I found out who my friends are, and I've made new friends, and I found out I realized something a few a couple months ago. Some of the most backstabby fake people I've known have had the nicest haircuts and wear suits. The most loyal, deep-hearted, caring, understanding people I've ever known have been covered in tattoos and are fucking ex-felon addicts. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> and, I, I, I mean, tattoos in their face and their own snakes and shit. And it's like, it's like, wow, I'd never have you babysit, but then you get to know them. And they are the, they're some of the most fucking beautiful hearted people you'll ever know, you will ever know. Um, and I'm grateful to be part of this team and I'm grateful to Mama Dukes because um, she's given me a chance. And she has literally not, it's not, it, it, it's honestly, it's not nagging. <laughs> it's literally inspiring and motivating. And she showed me new ways to look more positively and start my day in a more positive way and I've done what she said and it fucking worked and for that you've changed my life love you Steve awesome we're gonna get Mike Pack's gratitude list real quick and then we're gonna wrap it up Uh, just real quick I wanna tell you guys uh, check us out Fuck Heroin Foundation on Facebook um, Instagram everything else and uh, Mike what are you grateful for? The thing I'm most grateful for is being clean because if I wasn't clean, I wouldn't be able to celebrate the holiday. And uh, for my fiance and uh, my job here at the foundation and that I can keep the door open for the newcomer that's trying to come in and being able to man the phone line and help other people throughout the holidays and that I can keep my commitments and my word today. And I'll be uh, volunteering at our local Alcathon here in Marion, Ohio. Right on, We're man. We're getting ready to end. Just want to say Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. If nobody Merry told you Christmas. they love you, we love you. love you. Fuck heroin. Fuck heroin. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, join James on his live uh, video that he's about to do yeah, so we yeah. can get the world's longest gratitude list on fuckheroinfoundation.com. We love you guys, and we'll we'll talk to you next week. 419-971-KICK. Thank you for being part of the show today. Be sure to listen next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Shattering the Stigma on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You're not in this fight alone. We're here to help.